Right, everybody, welcome back to the Wolfpack podcast. Uh, good to be here. It's, it's been ages, to be fair. We've just not really got around to doing it with uh, exams and stuff. But it's good to be back. I'm joined with Bill. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. It's good to be back on the podcast. Um, obviously, we haven't done one in a while, but that things have happened. And yeah, we've got to speak about what's been happening. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. So we're not going to really, we could talk about loads of games that we missed, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're literally just going to talk about Newcastle, um, recent sort of form with our loan players, that sort of stuff, and some sort of really good news that's come out come out from this week. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go on to Leeds and uh, I'll finish off with some Instagram questions. So let's start with Newcastle, Bill. So it was a game going into it. Newcastle were on really bad form, to be fair, even though they've had a brilliant season. And I was very much sort of not really expecting a win. I would have really, you know, I would have taken a draw from going into the game. Um, and the way the game went, Newcastle were really dominant to start with. Um, and then it comes to the Raul Jimenez penalty situation, which for me, it's a clear penalty. Um, I've no idea how the linesman hasn't seen it. I've no idea how it's not really gone to VAR. Uh, the referee in itself is really far away from it. So I sort of understand why he sort of said no. But the fact they've just sort of neglected it from there is, is just crazy, in my opinion. And really disappointing because if Nick Pope gives away a penalty, then he gets sent off. And then it's just a completely different game. So it's just such a big sort of momentum shift that if that happens. And then we get a pen and you'd think, OK, could be one nil up here. So it's terrible, to be fair. It's a really, really poor decision. A lot of people have been sugarcoating it, saying it's not a pen. But in my opinion, it is. Um and when it comes to the first half, I think Newcastle, to be honest, were pretty dominant in that first half. Um, I think you can't really argue against that, um, especially after they scored the goal itself. Jimenez with a foul, which in my opinion, again, wasn't really a foul. I thought it was quite soft. Um, and then a uh, ball whipped in from Trippier and uh, uh, Isaac with a header sort of shoves Johnny off the ball. Fairly, in my opinion, Johnny has to be stronger. Um, and then from there, Newcastle just sustained so much pressure and they were so dominant within that sort of that 10, 15 minute period after. Could have easily been 2 0 down, to be fair, yeah. um, or even 3. Um, uh, Bruno Gamares missed one. So, yeah, I was sort of quite fortunate to be going in at half time 1 0 down. And um, for me, it could have been way worse. So, yeah, um, second half, I think we started the second half a lot better. Um, then we got our goal when uh, Huangi Chang came on after sort of a minute or so. Um, a bit lucky with Trippier slipping, but. Really good to see Huangi Chan scoring because, God, yeah. it ain't been a while since he scored. Um, but for me, we had to build on that momentum that we had and Lopetegui went to five at the back. And from there, it was just really, too, it was too negative, to be fair. Um, you know, he's made some brilliant decisions over, you know, during his time, such as the Everton game where he went three at the back, um, the um, Tottenham game recently where he went three at the back. You know, he's made some really sort of bold and, good decisions but this game you have to say he made a mistake really uh, bringing Nathan Collins on and when it comes to the the second goal that we conceded I don't even blame the formation I just I actually blame the personnel because yeah. you know you've got Ryan Ryan Aitnuri who's just come on you know he, he's pressed to in sort of gotten himself into the striker position and then Kilman is just because Aitnuri is sort of out of position the space on the uh, right hand side for Trippier and they're just it's just a simple one too, really. Nunes and Kilman are caught out and it's took a deflection off Kilman and yeah. But I wanna just before I've been waffling on a bit, but before I uh, before That's I finish, 
Um, I just want to talk about obviously the change itself and going to a back five was wrong, simple as. But for me, bringing off Matinho, I thought was also wrong um, because we had Lamina and Nunes in midfield who are not ball dominant at all. Um, you know, they're very good at progressing the ball, dribbling, but none of them can sort of get the ball and dictate the game like Neves and Matinho can. And once you've taken Neves off, for me, you can't take Matinho off because there's just no real balance in that midfield. Um, and because they're not possession based midfielders. And I just think from there, Soon as Newcastle go two on up, for it, you know we're not scoring. Let's be honest; we'd never look like we're going to equalise in that game. Um, and you know we had 10, 15 minutes to do so, so it was disappointing because um, I really would have taken a one-one draw. And just the way we conceded, it was really poor. But yeah. it is what it is. Um, can't really do much about it. I think on you know, if you look at the table, you wouldn't really expect us to get anything. But there was something to get in that game. But Newcastle deserved the win. I thought they were the better team. So yeah. Take a breath yeah, now. No. What have you got to say? <laughs> no, I completely agree with what you've uh, with what you've said. Um, first half wasn't really, a, you know, anything special. Obviously, they got that early, well, not early goal, that late goal with um, Isaac just before half time. I, I thought, you know, Lopetegui would, you know, I don't know, give him a few words in the dressing room, um, bollocking it as such, you know, because we weren't playing great. Um, because we were getting dominated, and obviously that goal cost us. But I was thinking, you know, maybe switch it up. Um, second half, obviously, they did they take a Dharma off, was it? Uh, yeah, um, a Dharma come off for Neto, yeah, which I thought was the wrong yeah, decision. That was it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was the wrong decision. I, I personally think they should have brought Pedence off because I don't, I didn't think he was bringing much to the team. Um, and obviously, Dharma's got that threat um, of his attacking um, and pace. So yeah, I would have definitely kept a Dharma on. Um, and then obviously we got we got the uh, the lucky goal. It was good to see Huang score. Um, it's just a coincidence really in that game with you know both both subs getting a goal. Like Al Moron as well just had yeah. to be in, didn't it? Um, obviously I'm in my great. FBL, so <laughs> yeah. Obviously he's been in great form this season, especially at the start of the season. Ever since that Grealish comment, um, he's <laughs> just been flowing, any so yeah. I mean it, it's a it's a tough one to take, especially how late on the goal was. Um, but I could see it coming, to be honest. I mean, the defending was woeful for the for the second goal. It was just all over the place. Um, and like you said, I would have, I would have happily took a, a point at St James's because it's a tough place to go to, and um, the position they're at in the league, I, I couldn't see us getting you know any points really. But obviously, when it was one one, I was like, okay, maybe we can get a point here. But yeah, it is what it is, and we've just got to you know. Keep going. Uh, obviously, we've got a massive game leads next. I'm not going to go too much into it because we've got to speak about it in a bit. But um, yeah, and I forgot about the uh, the role decision. Um, mm. I thought that was a blatant red, or at least like a card. At least um, a penalty. Yeah, it's at least a penalty. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the the linesman's in there. I mean, I know the the referee's far away. Um, but you know you've got VAR there for a reason. So the fact they haven't even gone to that, or did they go to that? Did they? Uh, I think they had a brief like ten second look, but no, they yeah. barely checked it. To be fair. But in my opinion, I I just think if that's a, a top six team, it's a bit of pen all day. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, least, so they at least send the ref to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What's the uh, the refereeing organisation called? Is it PG? PA, something. I don't know. Yeah, 
I mean, the most we'll probably get off them is a probably an apology. PGMOL, something. I mean, the most we'll get We're getting nothing, mate. Yeah, but we'll we'll probably get an apology. That's about it. Or another meeting with Lopper Turkey. Yeah. And that's about it. We we'll, we won't get answers or anything. We won't get anything from it. So we've just gotta move on. But yeah, it's just a it's just a tough one to take. But we move and we move on to Leeds. I think it's actually got to the point where I'm not even angry at decisions like that anymore because we've had so many against us this year. You know, you look at the Totti Gomez one um, in the uh, FA Cup. Um, there's probably more. I just can't yeah. think of them on the spot. The Nunes one where his boot comes off against Forest. Um, and there's more that I just can't think of, but there's one more. I can't remember which one it is, but you know, I, it's just so frustrating because they're big decisions and they've cost us, you know, points and sort of yeah, especially in the cup games, it's cost us from going through, you know, yeah, the definitely. Game. So and even that Liverpool game, we win that game if that goal yeah. counts. We're three to up. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I mean- it, it, it was a goal. That's the frustrating thing. He wasn't offside, and you could see it from someone's iPhone. Yeah, I just don't I mean, understand. How, I don't understand personally how, how how they can just get that wrong, and how we could be that unlucky because we've been very unlucky. Oh, no. um, very lucky, and that was such a deserved win because everyone put in a graft, everyone worked hard. We were just pla- we just looked like relentless, looked like a different team. We were just creating chances. And it was just a shame how it ended because obviously when they come to Molyneux, they beat us with a with a goal that shouldn't have really gone in because Sar yeah. didn't wasn't really on his line. But yeah, and then you can obviously link back to the Forest game, the boot coming off. Like, how could like, he was right there? Yeah, he was right there. You could see the boot we- come off. Nevers has literally ran up to the ref showing him the boot. But it's Wolves, and it's a yeah. We've been shafted this year, to be fair. Yeah, um, been shafted. Yeah, so anyway, that's I think that's enough on Newcastle. I think we've said our thoughts there. Um, I'm going to share my screen um, quickly. Let me know if you can see this or not. You see that okay? Yep, I can see that now, yeah. Down. So we're just going to talk about really the loan players because I've noticed, especially this game week, um, a lot of Wolves loanies and loan players have been doing really well uh, out on loan at their respective clubs. Um, so we're going to start with Hoover. Um, I was actually watching uh, the game against uh, Blackburn where he scored two in. And yesterday, uh, I also, again, watched this game. Um, they scored one goal in against Middlesbrough. It was him beat Ryan Giles on the uh, on the side. And, yeah, it was a really good battle. And I'm really pleased with Hoover because under Bruno Large, you know, he got, he got absolutely hounded in one interview, didn't he? Where Bruno Large is pretty much slagging off for his work ethic, everything like that, saying how, like, how he doesn't train hard enough, how he wasn't warming up properly. And like, first, I, I agree that, you know, you need to be warming up properly. You need to show the right mentality and attitude. But to rip into someone that young at the time, I don't know how old he was, but it, it must have been, you know, a real reality check for him. And, you know, he's gone to PS3, which is a really good low move and it's not really worked out. been a bit on and off. I like, had some good performances and then sort of, again, I think there was an issue with his training. But now he's at Stoke and the last few games, you know, Three goals in two games, you know, he's thriving under Alex Neil, and it's really good to see because he's always had potential. You know, he was really sort of highly rated at Liverpool, wasn't he? When we sort of got him in that Jota deal, and all the Liverpool fans are saying, you know, brilliant, come through the academy, come from Ajax, you know, really top sort of on the ball player. And it's good to see him do well. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, like you said, it's just it's good to see him do well because of the crit- criticism he's had off Bruno Large. 
um, especially like how young he was. Like you've got to speak to young players in a certain manner. Um, I don't know if his attitude was just really poor and he was just sick of it, but yeah. you've got to have some sort of um, borderline of you know, especially because it, it was it was public. Like everyone knew about it, um, and he publicly stated it as well. Um, and that could have knocked his knocked his confidence even more, even Definitely, if it was like yeah. a private chat and he was just slaying him in like a private chat. It still knocked his confidence, but the fact it was public as well um, was probably even worse for him. But um, mm. you know, he's 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 got there in the end. It's not obviously over yet. Um, he's still got the rest of the season. Um, with Stoke but it's good that he's going on like a, a decent you know run of good form because he needs that under his belt he needs to get that confidence back up and uh, you never know if he keeps his uh, performances up he could you know be uh, in that line of starting 11 at Wolves maybe next season in a few years you never know we'll, we'll just see in pre-season how he gets on but uh, obviously yeah. he's got the rest of the season to go for and it's uh, it's definitely a positive to take from the weekend uh that we've had and it's good to see. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's good to see. Um, maybe you can, can challenge Samada next year if Samada does uh, end up staying and sign that contract extension. Um, but we want to go on to some different news, which is... Actually, I'll, I'll go. We'll, we'll keep it with the loan players, actually. Um, yeah. And we'll go on to Fabio Silva. Um, what I've, you know, done really well at Andalek, scoring 14 goals, then made quite a, quant- a controversial move to PSV, which at the time I thought was a really good move. Um, you know, really good team. Uh, produced some really good players over the recent years that have gone to the Prem. For example, Cody Gakpo, uh, Madueke, uh, um, Chelsea. So, you know, really good at producing young talent. And he's gone there. And to start with, you know, he was really struggling to get in the team, really struggling to sort of get a game. And, you know, within the last sort of few weeks, or he, he's just really stepped up and he's been given the chance and he's took it. Um, I think he scored three goals um, in all competitions. And it's not just that that I've been impressed with. I think his, his link-up play, you know, he's been playing off the what uh, the wings in a few games and his link-up play and chance creation is, is really good. He's really developed his game. You yeah. know, he's, he can play off the wide. He can play sort of yeah. through the middle Um, because, you know, you've got PSV, you've got Luke de Jong, who, you know, is, is their captain, he's their talisman and, you know, it's going to be hard to start ahead of him. You sort of got to either play alongside him and he's shown yeah. really good versatility. And yeah. Especially with this. Sorry, especially with this man here, Javi Simmons, he's linked up so well with him. And yeah, it's yeah. really good to see. Um, them two, they've been looking dangerous, to be fair. They've been looking brilliant. And it's just, I'm just really pleased with him. I really hope, you know, we can keep scoring, keep assisting and come back in pre-season and just be full of confidence. Because this loan, the loan spells that he's had this year have been brilliant for him. Because he's been scoring goals and that's what he's needed, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, definitely. Um, he he just he looks like he looks really mature. Um, like that that game especially, I watched the highlights. He looked didn't look out of place at all. Um, his link up play was phenomenal. I thought. Um, mm-hmm. everything he was doing, not like creating chances, getting in the right areas. He just looked really confident and like looked like he was really enjoying his football, which I'm really glad to see. Um, you're right. And yeah, he just he just looked like a goal scorer, which obviously we need. Obviously, it's been over a year now since you know a striker oh, scored, yeah. which is we, we, I don't really want to bring the stat, but we've got to. Um, but yeah, maybe he could be the answer for us next season. You never know. Um, but the way he's going at PSV, I don't see why not. He looks really mature. Um, he's getting in the right areas, scoring goals, and yeah, I'm just I'm pleased for him. 
and uh, hopefully you can bring it to Wolves in pre-season, lead it into season. Yeah, with Wolves. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Really pleased for him. It's good that he's enjoying his football. Um, I think the next tweet that we're going to go on to um, before I try uh, is this one here, uh, which is not off from loan players, but. Recently, uh, Dexter and uh, Tyler Roberts uh, made their senior debuts with the Jamaican national team, which I thought just a really nice thing to bring up. Really good for them. Yeah. Um, and I want to I want to touch on um, uh, we've sort of touched on Hoover and how he could challenge for Samedo. But what do you think about Dexter? Do you think he could challenge for uh, Samedo's place in the starting team? Do you think he could be a part of that Wolf squad consistently next year, or do you think a lower move's been best? Because I've seen news recently that uh, Express and Star I think it was reporting that um, he's most likely going to be uh, sent out on loan next year to possibly a League One club. Um, what, what do you think about that, Bill? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, I think, yeah, uh, obviously watching Dexter in the Cup games, especially the Liverpool one away, I thought mm-hmm. he was really good. Um, obviously, he's, he's still a young lad. He needs that experience. Um, he's probably not going to get that Wolves, let's be honest. Um, as much of, of a great prospect he is, um, he's probably not going to get that game time um, that he needs to develop and try and push into that Wolves um, starting eleven. So, yeah, I think a loan move would be really good for him uh, next season, um, as I think he's definitely one for the future. He looks really good, mature. And it's it's good to know that we've got some um, upcoming, if, he's, if you'd like to say, um, wing-backs like Hoover, um, obviously, Dexter as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking Definitely. forward to seeing what he brings to the table. And I think, yeah, a low move would be good for him. Yeah, um, I also want to touch on uh, some other players that are doing really well out on loan, which I haven't got yeah. tweets up. But uh, yeah. uh, Chem Campbell, uh, doing really well at Wickham. Um, has scored two in four games, something like that. Um, he's been given his opportunity to start and he's taken it um, under the new manager. Um, so that's really good to see. Also, Yerson Mosquera is on loan, I think, at Cincinnati um, in the MLS. And he's been starting every game. Um, they've been doing really well. They've started well in the MLS season, um, which is really good to see. And is yeah. there any more? Luke Kundal is at Swansea. I don't really know how he's doing. I think he's been playing a bit. Um, I can never say this guy's last name, but he's a Dutch centre-back called Nigel something. I can never say it. it begins with L. I can never say his name. Is it Louis? Louis, I don't know. I know, I know you're on about. Um, he's about. a centre back at Plymouth. Um, I think he's doing really yeah. well from one heard of. So yeah, it's really good to see um, the wall sort of players doing really well. Um, you know how many of these get in the first team and yeah. actually contribute? I don't know. But even Ryan Giles, you know, we mentioned that he was playing. I was about to say, yeah, Ryan Giles. Yeah. But Ryan Giles on a brilliant season. Is, uh, is currently up to up to this point in time, got the most assists in the championship. And you know, for me, if you was looking at if you was looking at someone like Ryan Giles as a, a potential signing and you seen that he had, you know, the most assists in the championship, you know, and we we're paying, I don't know, 15, 20 mil, you'd be like, yeah, this is class, you know. And he scored the most, he got the most assists in the championship, you know, you'd be buzzing with that. Yeah. Um, so from an outside point of view, to have this player up, you know, as an actual player in our team is, is really positive to see. Um, and yeah, yeah. It's, re- it's really good. You know, I'm really glad to see because a lot of loan players that have come out from Wolves have just sort of, you know, been at clubs and just not really given much game time, and it's just been a bit of waste for some of them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, to, especially Fabio Silva, I'm buzzing for him. Yeah, I'm buzzing with all the all the loanies currently. They they all seem to be um, 
having that bit of spark and bit of form, which is really good to see. And obviously with the Ron Joles thing with the assists, obviously mm-hmm. I know it's the championship, but it's obviously only one league below the Premier League. So obviously there is that step up, but I don't see why he can't not do it in the Prem. Um, but yeah. you know, when when you hear that, it's always it's always good to see because you you've got that back up um, in midfield. Obviously, we've got Son Lamina and got other other players that are filling that midfield position. But yeah, it's just good to know that we've got those players behind us as well and that stability. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, to end uh, off this sort of segment of me sharing my screen before we go on to the Leeds game and preview that, uh, this is my tweet of the week. Um, I'm not going to play the video because I think the the audio will be up. But uh, it's this uh, video. I'm not sure if you've seen it, Bill, uh, for Ruben Nevis's birthday, and it's sort of like a, a sort of video graphic of him just in loads of wool shirts and loads of photos. And yeah, yeah. that's my uh, tweet of the week. I thought it was class. Whoever made it, fair play, because it must have took ages. I think uh, <laughs> there was like a few hundred photos involved. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, let me just uh, put my screen back on. Yeah, let's let's get on to Leeds, Bill. So um, it's a must win, isn't it? Let's be real. <laughs> It is, yeah, definitely it's a, a must win. I've seen a lot of people sugarcoat that Bournemouth game when we played going into the game saying it's not a must win, you know, it's what it is. But for me, that was a must win. And this now is a certain must win. You know, Leeds are really struggling in the league. I think they're in the relegation zone. I could be wrong. I think they're yeah, yeah. 18th, something like that, or maybe even 19th. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they are really struggling. Um, especially with goals very similar to us. They you know they can't really buy goals. Um, they've got Rodrigo back, which is a huge boost for them as he's their top scorer. But yeah, this is a, a massive game. I can't really stress enough how big this is. Um I want us I want to see us to get at least, you know what I mean? I don't I don't want us to be yeah. sort of defensive because you know they're very much a momentum based team. You know, look at the, the game last year where we were winning two 0 and they come back three two. You know, they yeah. can, if they sort of get into a game they can just be very much like Newcastle, full pelt, you know, on there. And, you know, yeah. if we let them start the game, you know, on the front foot, it, they'll just grow in confidence. And for me, we need to really get the crowd behind us, you know, get, get you know, be direct and start, you know, try get an early goal sort of thing. When it comes to my uh, predicted lineup, uh, or not predicted, the lineup that I'll go for, um, it'll be starting yeah. goal, uh, Samada right back, Dawson Kilman, two centre-backs, uh, even though I think Johnny was up and fault for the goal, but I don't think he was actually that bad against um, Newcastle. I, I, he just simply, I just simply wouldn't start Johnny. To be fair, um, so yeah. Ryan Ryan mm-hmm. uh, left back, uh, two centre mids of Lamina and Neves, um, and then right mid. I'd have Sarabia if he's fit. If not, I'd have Adama, Junior Raul up top, and Hwangi Chan on the left. Um, could argue Pedro Neto there, uh, but I wouldn't be against bringing him on as a super sub um, because I thought he, he actually impressed me. I thought he was much better against Newcastle than he was um, when he started against Spurs. Uh, so, yeah, it's really good to see. Um, and also, before you speak, Bill, and give your thoughts, give yeah. your lineup, and give your prediction, my prediction for the game is 2 on Wolves. Um, it could be easily be 1 0 Wolves, but I'm going to go 2 1. So, yeah, hit me with it, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I respect what you're saying. I agree with pretty much all that you've said. Obviously, um, the the last five games, they've only picked up one win. And mm-hmm. obviously, one of them was a draw against Brighton, which was 2-2. Most recent um, one, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen the results. A lot of them were like 1-0, 2 nilers, And then, obviously, the Brighton one was 2-2. So, obviously, they're coming off a, a draw with Brighton, who are obviously a decent team. They're doing really well this season. 
Um, obviously, there was there was a few goals in that game, so they, they might be you know a bit more fresher in front of goal when they're coming up against us. But obviously, Molyneux is not a, not an easy place to come to, especially when it's rocking. Like when the fans are going, when we played Liverpool, that was like proper rocking. Class, like the stadium was. It was class, yeah. So I mean, if we're like that against Leeds, I don't see why not. Obviously, them being nineteenth in the league, obviously having a poor season, they're gonna be they're gonna be you know putting their all out for these last ten or so however many games that are left. Um, sorry if I got that wrong, but um, yeah. yeah, they're they're just every game is gonna be a cup final for them because they're obviously gonna want to stay up just like any other team, and they're gonna want to perform. So I think we've just got to put it right from the Newcastle game. Um, and uh, my predicted lineup, or my you know preferred, preferred. lineup, if you say, um, would be similar to yours. Obviously, Saar and Gold, um, Kilman and Dawson, the two centre backs. I'd have eight Nori as well. Um, referring back to what you said about Johnny, I, I'm a, I'm not a big fan of Johnny. Um, I haven't been the last few seasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Prime Wolves, 18, 19, 19, 20 season, I was a big fan of him. Um, but I don't know, I think obviously with the big injury that he had, he hasn't really got his rhythm back. Not at all. He's not, he's not the same player, is he, to be no, fair? No, he's not. It's a shame because I've really rated him, but I'm not right. I don't rate him as much anymore, um, which is a shame. But obviously, eight and all around that left flank, it just gives us that attacking threat because, you know, we've seen what he can do. Obviously, you know, he went, went on that run against Villa. That goal against Everton as well, he's, he's shown what he can do. Um, and then on the right-hand side, obviously, Samedo. Um, I'd have him there. And I'd, I'd have Lamina and Neves. Um, I think they can both do... They're, they're both sort of similar. Obviously, Neves dictates the game. But Lamina comes comes deep as well. So does Neves. Um, and they're, they're both sort of like CDM um, sentiment sort of roles. So that's what I like about them too. Adds that stability in midfield. Um and yeah, I'd go for I'd go for Sarabia if he's fit um, on the right. I'd have Huang as well on the left. I think Az is pretty much the same. Um, and then I'd have I'd, yeah, probably have Raul and Cunha up top as well. I think it is literally the same. I I just agree with what you've said. Because um, obviously Raul's had a had a few decent games when he's come on. I thought um, Cunha obviously needs that start. I think um, is he is he uh, injury free now? Yeah, um, he's been caught uh, wearing a boot recently in one of his Instagram stories, yeah. but apparently that's just sort of, I think it's like, I think that's just sort of to help help his treatment, really. I don't think there's actually yeah. an injury there or anything to worry about. I think he's just wearing it just to be, yeah. just in case sort of thing. But when it comes to yeah. Lamina, I think Lamina, as well as Dawson, have been both been brilliant signings for brilliant us times, and, yeah. have, and have really hit the ground running. But Lamina, in the last two games, um, especially against Spurs in the first half he played, um, um, when he was against Harry Kane, I thought he was dropping really deep, as you sort of mentioned earlier. And I think against Newcastle, he's almost dropping back into it as if it was a free back. And for me, Lamina is at his best when he's in the centre of the action, breaking up the play and getting, you know, stuck in sort of thing. I don't, obviously, you know, they're the tactics that have been told. But for me, a lot of the, I think he's just way more effective when he isn't dropping deep. I don't, I'm not opposed to him dropping deep and sort of maintaining possession. But I just think I like to see him, as I just said, in the sort of, in the thick of the things and getting really stuck in winning the ball back and then, you know, sustaining attacks from there. Um, but again, him and Dawson have been superb. I think thinking back to the Newcastle game, some of the, every clearance from set piece that Wolves made was from Craig Dawson. Like the guy is just a rock. Like, yeah, he's he is. so solid. 
He looks to the defend. West Ham fans are, you know, banging on about him, saying, oh, we're going to miss him. I'm like, okay. And he's clearly decent, but he's, he's genuinely our best defender. And I've, I've been I, can't, so I, cannot, I can't see Collins getting back in. Obviously, if Kilman starts playing a bit. But I, I genuinely can't see Collins getting back into the squad. Definitely um, and I, I do like Collins. Um, there's some some aspects where I'm a bit like, mm. but yeah. for me, Dawson's just he's been he's probably been not the be- the best signing of this season, I reckon. Obviously, alongside Lamina, um, he's just been an absolute rock, and he just he loves to defend, defend his so defend so well, and he's you know proven that and. Uh, yeah, he just deserves a start every game. He just puts in 110% every game. And that's what, what I love about him. And so does Lamina. He's got that passion. He does that, you know, dirty workforce in midfield yeah. and he gives that stability. He, and he, I feel like he allows Neves to play uh, a lot more freely as well. Because um, he's, you know, he's he's very defensive, Lamina. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just great to see. And, um, you know, Lopetegui signings as well. Um, so that's that's great to see as well. Um, but yeah, I would argue as well with um, my preferred donor on the left hand side with Huang or Neto. Um, I would like to see Neto start because uh, mm-hmm. he can bring that you know spark. And when he's on his days, unbelievable player. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit fifty fifty with Huang and Neto, but either one I'd be happy with. And yeah, so that's, that's good, and I do agree. Um, Pedro Neto for me. You know, I do agree. I think if he is on it, as you just said, he could be electric. I'm just looking at, looking at the results as we speak, Brighton are beating Palace 1-0 and uh, Brentford are beating Southampton 1-0. So if them two stay the same, that's perfect for us. Yeah, that's um, perfect. But yeah. it's in the 90th minute. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want, to, don't want any live reaction of a nah. of a Southampton nicking two goals in two minutes. But, you know. Yeah. Um, And we'll, we'll go on to the uh, Instagram questions now um, because I've, I've got a decent amount and we've got a good good time period to answer them. So it won't just be me answering them myself. I can also ask you as well. So yeah. um, so first question is from Thomas underscore Flanagan 04. And he says, will Hoover and Giles be here next season? Um, I think Hoover, I think they'll both be, I think Hoover will be a Wolves player, but I think he'll go on another loan because I actually think we'll sign a right back. Um and I think Ryan Giles will be sold quite potentially to Middlesbrough, actually, uh, especially if they get promoted, which they could easily do via the playoffs. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I agree with what you said. Um, obviously, he was having a, a good season. Um, I think it might be a bit of a close one to call. Uh, and it might all depend on the transfer market as well, if we bring in another yeah. right back, possibly. Um, depending on the tomato situation as well, you just you just don't know. Um, so yeah, there's always that. And um, with the Ryan Joel situation, yeah, if Middlesbrough do go up, it's going to be inevitable. Really, um, he might you know love it there, which I'm sure he is, and he might want to stay there because it's a bit of a risk then going back to Wolves where he might not start. Whereas you know he's going to be with a newly promoted team, um, loads of money going their way. And he starts and he deserves every right to start with, you know, the chances he's creating. So it would be great to see Ron Joel's back um, after the season he's had. Um, but Hoover's situation, it's, you know, a bit indecisive. Yeah, I think with Ryan Giles, I think he's I think I think any other sort of position in the squad and he comes in. But yeah. you've got two young left backs who 
for me, I, I rate both of them. And I think they're both, you know, got huge potential and a really sort of mainstay in this football club. Um, when it comes to the uh, next question, it's from Chris underscore Kant. <laughs> Didn't mean call him a cunt, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, do you think Large would still have a job if Sasha didn't get injured? Um, no, don't think he would. Um, what What was the question? Sorry. Uh, do you think Bruno Large would still have a job if Sasha didn't get injured on his debut? Oh, okay. Um, um, no, I don't. No, nothing really knows. Like quite a hypothetical question because Sasha could have scored zero goals, or he could have scored twenty or ten, um, but. Uh, no, I don't think it would have been enough. Um, I think, I think, no. I think, he, I think he just didn't really have the sort of managerial just... sort of presence. I think his coaching ideas were good, but he didn't have the managerial presence. No, I agree with you. Um, it, it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it happened. It was a really unfortunate, you know, situation that happened. But the the team um, overall, like performance wise, wasn't performing. So yeah, I think it was the right decision for him to go. Um, next question is do you see uh, is from uh, Jeffrey underscore Raduka I think that says and he says do you think Cunha will come good for Wolves um, I do um, I think hence why me and you have both gone with two striker formation Cunha is very very good with a striker next to him we've seen when he come on against Tottenham his link up with Raul Jimenez we've seen in the game against Fulham for example I thought he was really impressive before he come off injured. Um, he, he's got honestly. I, I still have faith in that guy, you know. And I think if he can get a goal, I don't care if it's a pen or a tap in or it comes off his ass. Like, I ain't bothered. Like the guy, yeah. the guy just needs to score, and then I think he'll kick on because his link up play. Considering he's just playing, he's a striker that hasn't scored. His link up play has been superb, and he adds real sort of balance to the team. Um, same with Sarabia. Um, Sarabia's even scored as well, so it's really good. And yeah, I think it'll come good, definitely. Yeah, I agree. It'll definitely come good. Um, I, I love Cunha ever since that game against Nottingham Forest <laughs> um, with the penalties. I know it was a bit of a uh, hard one to watch when obviously we lost and with uh, other ex-players, not going to mention names, um, did their thing. But yeah, I think he, he just understands. He knows what the club's about. He knows a lot of the philosophy about the club and everything. So yeah, he definitely will come good. Um, and we we know he's a quality player. You can tell um, from when from when he's playing and when he's on the pitch. You can just you just know he's a quality player. So I full faith. Um, I think we'll we'll end off with this question, um, and it's who do you think the first wall striker will be to score a goal? Um, so I assume that means to what you was on about um, thinking about a striker that ain't scored. I mean, I don't want to talk about this. For me, I, I share the opinion of if a striker don't score and we're still scoring a lot of goals as a team. I don't think it's as much of an issue, but you know you do want your strikers to be scoring it. You know, since Jimenez was in his prime, we've had no striker really scoring consistently. But my my answer to your question is Raúl Jiménez. Um, I think he'll score. Um, hopefully within the next few games. Um, I'd like to say Cunha, but I think I feel I feel like Raúl could get a pen or something. But I don't even know if he's first choice for pens. You could argue it's Neves, but um, yeah, if Raul, if Raul wins a pen, I'll be up. If I was, I'd be dying to take it to get a goal. Um, what do you think, Bill? Who do you think it'll be? Do you yeah, think it'll be Cunha? I'm, 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 ho- I'm hoping it's uh, Raul. Um, obviously, yeah. I, I don't really care who scores, to be honest. Like, a goal, a goal's a goal. Um, 
And yeah, look, look, like back to what you said, I mean, if we're scoring goals and it's not a striker, um, I'm not really too fussed. If we're winning games, I'm not really too fussed. Um, but yeah, you do want your strikers to score because obviously it's their job to score. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's a job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking that. Um, but um, yeah, it's obviously, I'd want Rule to score. Of all the players, I think obviously everything he's been through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love him to score. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that pretty much rounds up this podcast. Um, yeah. Really good to sort of get back into it. Six episode, yeah. episode now. Um, and yeah, hopefully many more to come. Um, hopefully we're next time we're doing this podcast is after a win, whether that's uh, Leeds or whether it's after the World Cup break against Forest because they're two huge games that I really like. If we, if we win both of them, then I think we're in a really positive position for staying in the league. Yeah. And yeah, um, thanks everyone for watching and listening, whether that's on Spotify or watching on YouTube. And yeah, I hope you've uh, enjoyed it. Um, be sure to check out all the social media, the Wolfpack. Uh, it'll be all linked in the description. Uh, the, the handle for uh, all the social medias is uh, Wolfpack WWFC. Uh, check us out on TikTok as well. We're growing so well on that. Um, the guy that I do, uh, Alex, is doing an incredible job. Um, and yeah thanks everyone for listening and uh, up the walls uh, see you later up the walls yeah see you later